Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shaka, and I welcome you to my channel. As always, I'm so grateful that you guys are listening, subscribing, and commenting. I really appreciate the support. In this one, I wanted to speak to you guys about a toxic trait that an INFJ has in general. And I believe that most INFJs will be able to relate to this toxic trait. I definitely know I do. And the trait itself is the fact that we have a tendency as INFJs to 
want to go at it alone. We believe that we're an island and no one can help us and no one can do a job, good enough job as we would. And we need to do it on our own. And we need to go at our own. And we don't, we can't ask for help because people are going to think we're weak or they're going to think that we're idiots or whatever it might be. And we won't ask for help even when it's apparent that we need it until the absolute end where we burn out and we're on the ground, you know, dying and we're, we're, we're in the mode of death and destruction. And at that point, we'll be like, well, maybe I can ask for help now, right? And this is something that I've noticed for myself. And I'm actually really trying not to be like that anymore because it's it's not healthy. It's actually one of the unhealthiest things an INFJ can do to, them, to themselves, except for the fact that, you know, we don't eat properly, we don't eat, we don't take care of ourselves properly, etc. All of that obviously is not helpful. But in this regard, we have a tendency to take on too many jobs, to do too much, and also to be the kind of person who wants to do it all by themselves. And I noticed that in my own in my own life in the way where I am a self-employed person. And a lot of times I think to myself, maybe I should get a virtual assistant because there's a lot of things that are I have to do on a daily basis that are very easy to do. They're meaningless random tasks and they could be automated by giving it away to an assistant, but I don't. I do it by myself and then I end up working way too many hours, way long, way long, long hours where I shouldn't be doing that to myself, where it's not actually necessary. But I have this thing in my head that says, no, I need to do it on my own. It's my responsibility. No one's going to do it as well as I do it and all that stuff, which is very typical for an INFJ to think. Now, of course, right now I'm keeping myself sane by not taking on too much, trying not to take on too much. And so I'm relaxed and I'm not going crazy and I'm not really burning myself out, I don't think. I know because I've done that in the past. But I know that I have a tendency to take on too much. And I know I have a tendency to be like, all right, no, I can do this as well and I'll do that as well. And I'll, I'll take on this role and I'll take on that job and I can add this to my plate and then I can add that to my to-do list. And eventually what happens is that, you know, my day becomes extremely long I'm not sleeping enough. I'm not eating enough because I forget to eat because I'm busy with work and I burn myself out or I get really tired or I, I fall sick. I get sick. And then it's a problem because I don't get anything done at all. Right now, of course, a lot of that uh, our issues or this toxic trait has to do with the fact that we have control issues. So we're perfectionists and we have control issues. So we think that we're the only ones who can do a job properly. We're the only ones who can do that task perfectly. And so we're not going to give it up to anyone else. We also have this issue where we believe that if we give up control to someone else or we ask someone for help, that they're going to think we're weak or that we are not you know, independent or strong enough. And then they're going to judge us or they're going to look down upon us. And that is something that we don't want either. So we don't do that. And I think one of the other reasons for myself that I've noticed that I don't give up control of my stuff to other people is because I like knowing how everything is going for myself. In fact, that, you know, if I do give up some kind of thing to someone else, I'm where I'm like, all right, I'm going to ask this other person to do this role or this task. I'm literally sitting there wondering if that person has done the task or not. And I'm literally sitting there thinking, should I message them? Should I ask them what's going on with it? Have they done it yet? Do you think they've done it yet? I would have finished it by now if I had it. Why did I give it up, give it up to that person? What's wrong with me? I should have just done it myself. 
And I'm literally sitting there waiting for that person to be like, all right, message me back, please tell me what's going on. I try not to be a micromanager, but and I hate being micromanaged, but of course, I'm like, oh my goodness, I should really ask this person what's going on. And if I do end up asking, then I feel like a fool because they're like, well, I haven't even got to it yet. You just gave it to me two hours ago or, you know, then things like that. And so I'm trying as much as possible not to go into that mode. But as I said, it's very easy for us to fall into this toxic trait of not wanting to go control over our things and not asking for help particularly when we especially need it. And this is a really, really important point to remember because a lot of us, especially INFJs, you know, a lot of us are alone in general anyways, which means that we're single, we are not in a relationship. And so in that regard, we're not, we don't have anyone to take care of us either. And I know I've done this many times in Chiang Mai where I was extremely sick, deathly sick, and I didn't even ask anyone for help because I was so afraid of relying upon someone else or showing myself as weak in front of someone else. And that's a terrible thing to do because why am I doing this? What's the point of that? True strength doesn't come from that, obviously. And another thing was, you know, vulnerability actually makes you seem stronger in the per- in the person's eyes rather than you being like, oh, I don't need anyone, I'm strong and brave and I'm all right on my own. And I, and you guys probably know this, you've read a lot of stuff by Brennan Brown and every time the same thing comes up over and over again, that vulnerability is actually a power, it's a strength rather than, you know, a weakness, which a lot of INFJs tend to think. So in general, what I'm trying to do in my life, and I, I, I'm sure you guys are as well, if you are an INFJ and you're in this situation, I'm really trying to ask for help and I'm practicing it with the little things because I know that it's very difficult for me to ask for help in the big things and so I'm really trying as much as possible to be like all right let's practice with the little things so if you need help making a dish then you go ask your friend or if you need someone to pick you up from the airport then you ask them you know ask your friend or or your family member or if you need them to pick something up for from the market for you because you're sick you know you practice that Little by little, the more you practice asking for help and being vulnerable and showing that you need people and telling yourself it's okay to do that and showing yourself that actually it helps you become a better person, actually creates stronger relationships and in general helps you you take care of yourself better. All of that will show you through practice that it's actually a good thing for you to keep on going with it. And perhaps eventually, and I'm hoping this happens to me, is that I'll get comfortable enough with it that it won't be a big deal anymore. It won't be something that I'm, I would make a big deal of every single time. It would just be normal or automatic to me to ask for help whenever I need it. It doesn't mean that I kind of become that person who relies on everyone else to do everything, of course, and that's not something that's possible for us anyways. I know that's something we worry about as well, but it's not possible. So either way, don't worry about it. Just ask for help when you need it because you're not the kind of person who's going to burden other people anyways. So when you do need the help, obviously you actually really do need it. If you're thinking about it, there is a necessity there. And do not even think twice about it, just do it. Because not only will that person appreciate you for it, because people like being asked for help. They think that's a good thing and people like helping other people. I would, if someone asked me for help, I would be very grateful that they asked me. I'd be honored and I'd be grateful that I can help them and that would make me feel good. And isn't that what a lot of people want? So why are you depriving, why are we depriving other people of that feeling of, of be feeling good from helping us? 
And also, a lot of times when I have asked people, my girlfriends in Chiang Mai, for help and my family here, I've noticed that my relationship with them gets stronger because of the trust that's built through the, the act of helping each other. Again, also, it kind of creates a modality where that person can, in return, ask you for help when they need it. And of course, you'll be like, yeah, of course, I'm going to help you out. And that, again, builds a bond that's stronger than anything else. So in general, as I said, I'm trying as much as possible to be the kind of person who is becoming more comfortable with the idea of asking for help. Now, I think it's going to take me a while because it's so difficult for us as an INFJ. It's like it's like as if it's not in our DNA not to ask for help. And so it's basically like you're reprogramming yourself in order to become that person that's comfortable asking for help and being vulnerable. And so I'm really trying as much as possible to become that person who doesn't you know, get fearful or anxious about asking other people for help because it's an, it's it's a necessary part of being a social animal, which a human being is, which we all are, and we need to learn that it's a part of humanity and part of our nature to rely upon each other. And of course, it's not a one-way street. You're not only going to be asking them for help all the time. You're going to ask them for help. They're going to ask you for help someday, and then it's going to go back and forth. It's a give and take relationship, right? So I hope this makes sense. I know a lot of you guys are probably in the same boat as me and probably thinking, oh my God, it's so difficult to ask for help and I can't do it and it's it's like completely impossible and I wish I was better at it. And really, I think it's about practice. We really need to learn to practice at it. We really need to become better at it little by little, step by step over time. Again, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate the support. And if you guys have any comments or any insight to lend on the subject, of course, comment below. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to read those comments. Again, thank you for your support and I shall see you the next time around. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shaka. Bye for now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.